everyone. My name is Nancy Aguilar with the Washington State Commission on Hispanic Affairs. And um, welcome to our podcast. Today we're going to be talking about uh, census and census updates and just general census information. Um, I would like you guys to help me welcome Luis uh, Gomez Ventura with the U.S. Census Bureau. He's going to be our guest, our permanent guest, um, as we move forward with these podcasts. Hi, Luis. Hi, Nancy. Are you excited to be here? Because I'm excited to be here. Of course. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Great. So um, we are going to be looking at data at the county level, uh, regional, state, and also national level. Um, Luis, you want to go ahead and get us started with that? Yeah, definitely. So um, the first five counties that we're focusing on are the five counties with the, the predominantly uh, highest uh, Hispanic population. Um, these are Yakima County, Franklin County, Grant County, Douglas, and Adams County. Um, so all five of these counties um, have uh, uh, passed a percentage uh, response rate above 40%. Uh, Yakima County is at 59.2%. Uh, uh, Franklin County um, is at 16.2%. Uh, Grant County is at 47.4%. Uh, Douglas County is 54.8% and Adams County is at 48%. With the exception of, of Adams, it looks like all of the other counties have hit that 50% mark. Um, do you have any observations you would like to share about what you're seeing in Adams and where, the, where they're struggling with to get to that 50% mark? Yeah, I, I think important important to note, which is something we're, we're going to be talking about a little bit more um, at the end of this podcast, is that some of these counties, the reason they're a little bit more difficult is um, because they uh, many of them fall under our update leave, um, update enumerate uh, phases. And so uh, many of them have either not received their invitation to complete the census or uh, they're just in areas where they're a little bit more difficult to get to. So um, I, I, I wouldn't... Uh, um, be so hard on Adams County. I think we just have a bit more work that we need to do there, um, which, uh, as I mentioned, we'll be talking a little bit more about the update leave uh, at the end of this podcast, but a lot of the work has uh, begun uh, recently uh, in order to ensure that we get everybody in those counties that um, fall under, their, under the update leave uh, uh, phase. Great, great to hear, great to hear. Um, I also know that, for example, even though Yakima is at 59.2%, um, it's really important for our listeners to understand that uh, Yakima um, and all the counties really in the state are divided up by census tracts. And so I, I've actually taken the liberty to take a look at one of the respond um, uh, respond rate maps. And I did notice that there are still some census tracts that have pretty low um, respond uh, uh, data to, to the census. Uh, do you have a little bit to share about that? Does that also fall under the update leave? No, uh, some of them do, but not all of them. Um, uh, for example, in, in the case of, of Yakima, and which could potentially be the case in a few of the other counties, um, uh, some of the the counties and the tracts might be surrounded by uh, by uh, tribes, and so uh, counts for tribes is done a little bit different. Um, there is specific people that are, are focused to working on some with some of the tribes, and so that could potentially fl fluctuate some of the uh, percentages for some of the tracts in regards to the uh, overall counts, and so that that could be uh, one of the reasons. Um, but you are correct that there are there could be uh, tracks within uh, 
within counties that have a, um, uh, they're a little bit more difficult to count. Uh, some of those reasons could potentially be uh, lack of internet. Um, in the case of, of uh, Grant County uh, um, areas, uh, for example, Mattawa comes to mind, um, you know, internet in some of the agriculture uh, areas might be low and so people can't really self-respond via internet. Um, and so it's just uh, trying to figure out a way to be able to get to everybody, reach everybody uh, in order to ensure that uh, that, that they get counted. Uh, another reason could potentially be um, um, that maybe they just don't have an address um, and so they, they didn't receive uh, uh, an invitation to complete the census. And so we got to um, hopefully with the help of, of the, the listeners and uh, um, uh, those uh, community leaders, community partners, we could, we could uh, use this pod podcast to try to reach out to those uh, areas of, of uh, the tracks that are still having a bit of a trouble or having a low response rate. Can you walk us through some of the uh, re state response rates, please? Yeah, definitely. So, um, as I mentioned um, previously, the, the five counties that we we just spoke about have a response rate ranging from 48% all the way to 60.2%. Um, at the state level, however, we're actually doing we're doing really well. Um, uh, in in the nation, uh, the national uh, census response rate is 59.6%. Um, that's uh, uh, across uh, the United States. States, um, uh, Washington State uh, has a response rate higher than the national rate, which is uh, currently at 65% um, as as of yesterday. Um, that's that's great news because we are actually uh, at the moment so we have a response rate that puts us at sixth place. Uh, uh, at the national level. So Washington State is doing really good. Everybody, everybody's uh, doing a great job in terms of responding, uh, considering everything that's going on. And uh, we've we've been at the sixth place for quite a while. And so we, we've we been um, steadily uh, increasing our self-response rate. And so I think uh, um, we, we have to uh, commend the uh, the people of uh, the residents of Washington State because they've been doing a great job of responding and yeah of course we still have more to go um any one of these states would like to see their response rate at 100 percent um but 65 percent is really good and again we're in sixth place i think that's a great uh, that's a great position to be in that's super exciting yeah definitely proud of of everybody that's taking the time to take the census as well as all the community organizations and community leaders doing this hard work um we definitely understand how how much commitment and passion it takes to to run these type of campaigns i know that the next topic is a little hard one we're going to start looking at main areas of concern um and so uh, again this is not to pass um criticism to any of the areas that are struggling but more raise awareness that um you know the, that we are having struggles in these areas and that um, it really does take uh, the force of all the communities to come together, of leadership to come together and support these areas that are struggling with, with census respond. So, um, Lise, can you go ahead and, and, and talk us uh, talk to us a little bit about these areas of concern? Yeah, definitely. And um, before we move a little bit on to the, the areas of concern, I did want to mention that um, aside from uh, having a national response rate, we actually do have a Hispanic uh, uh, national response rate. 
Um, our uh, Hispanic national response rate as of last week hit the 50% mark, and so um, it's estimated that about 50% of the households uh, in the United States, uh, Hispanic households in the United States have responded to, to the census. So that's a great mark. Um, we, we definitely want to continue increasing that, but that it's, it's a good place to be. Um, so then moving on to some of the um, areas where we need to try to focus a little bit more um, the uh, bottom three counties uh, with with the lowest response rate as of yesterday are Okanagan, Ferry, and Pacific. So um, a, a lot of these counties are uh, below um, both the national response rate and the Washington state response rate. Um, Okanagan County is currently uh, uh, at 28.3%, uh, which is the lowest response rate in Washington state. Uh, Ferry County is at 30.2%, uh, and then uh, followed by Pacific, that is um, Pacific's at 30.3% uh, response rate. So um, these counties have not hit uh, the 50% mark, and as I mentioned, they are um, under the Washington State um, response rate. Yeah, definitely. These these numbers um, do uh, make us a little a little worried. We are anxious. We definitely want to see these numbers grow. Um, I think it's important for us to take a look at at the geography and the composition of these areas um, because they do have a lot to do with the low self response rate. So, um, Lee, thank you for sharing those those numbers with us. Um, you know, just some information. Let's focus on Okanagan County. Um, they do have a population of um, a little bit over 41,000 with a Hispanic and Latino um, population of about a little bit over 17.5 percent um, and so uh, with those numbers in mind um, these areas are considered rural um, they are uh, definitely more isolated broadband is an issue um, and uh, and poverty levels are also higher. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of different factors that are um, contributing to to the to the reasons why um, community is not responding to the census. Um, what other what other um, elements do we have to take into consideration, Lise? Yeah, definitely. Especially in the in the case of Okanagan, it's it's uh, there. There's uh, quite a few uh, uh, factors that come into play in terms of uh, ensuring that we get an accurate count. Um, anything from uh, the surrounding tribes to, as you mentioned, the uh, lack of broadband or the the distance between uh, some of the cities and in, 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 in towns in Okanagan. Uh, in addition to that, um, uh, Okanagan also falls into um, the aspect of uh, update leave. Um, and so, uh, you know, all of these factors come into play. Um, based off of the 2010 census, uh, uh, the makeup of the households, we, we have, um, I'd say about, uh, with an estimated number of 22,000 uh, units, uh, household units, um, per the 2010 census, 29.4% um, of them are children under 18%. Um, uh, 49.7 are, are married couples living together. 10.7% uh, 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 have a uh, female household uh, householder uh, with no husband present. Um, in addition to that, the average household size is about 2.245. 2 uh, the median age uh, for Okanagan County is about 42.9 uh, years of, uh, of age. So a little bit higher in terms of, of the age, which could potentially be another factor in terms of being able to reach um, uh, some of these uh, uh, populations um, uh, 
that coupled with lack of internet, um, you know, it could potentially be a little bit more difficult to be able to get to people. Um, in addition to that, um, some other factors that uh, that play a big role into this is that the medium income household uh, for the county is uh, $38,000. And about 14.7% uh, of families and 19.5% uh, of the population are before, below the poverty level. So there's definitely some some difficulties um, within Okanagan County that make it that make it hard for us to ensure that that the response rate is is um, higher than what it currently is. Um, and and you know we. We want to reach out to to community leaders, organizations within within Okanagan, Ferry, and Pacific to ensuring that uh, we get an accurate uh, count. Uh, we don't want to leave anybody out. We want to ensure that everybody's counted. Um, and so, uh, with the help of, of of organizations like like yours, Nancy, um, and other organizations out out there in in some of these counties, um, our hope is to ensure that we get a, an accurate and complete count. Um, uh, by the end of the census. Yeah, no, definitely. And and just as we're going through these numbers, I'm really sitting here and um I think it's really important for us to take take just take some time and really think about how various communities like to communicate and how, like to receive their information. And when we look at these numbers, when we look at the data and the paint and the picture it paints, um, it's really important for us to be able to to try to um, intentionally uh, learn and, and and try to figure out how this community um, is one being affected by COVID, two um, how we're doing outreach to the community and and, and how we can invite them to um, to receive our message about the importance of a, uh, of the census. And so I know that a lot of times these t these communities, um, the the one method that really is highly effective is person to person outreach um, and unfortunately because of the of because of covid um, all those type of outreach activities have been suspended and so uh, you know th this is another reason why you know we have not been able to engage in this very specific type of outreach which is really what is needed in these type of communities to uh, put a face to the people that are, are are sharing these messages and help build trust and and help community get really comfortable with with such a um, federal process as a census, uh, but very important for all our communities to be able to capture the, the um, funding that it needs in order to thrive for the next 10 years. Uh, so I know that, um, you know, with, uh, with CHA, we are intentionally um, working with uh, different groups in Okanagan trying to figure out how we can best support their census outreach efforts um, and then you know having these discussions with other leaders and, and trying to see how they can direct attention and resources to Okanagan um, and the same will be with Ferry and Pacific um, and we also would like to invite uh, you know listeners um, to go ahead and, and drop us a message or an email and if you guys have suggestions please please uh, let us know like I said this is a type of work that um, it really does take community as a whole to um, uplift each other and motivate each other and help us get uh, 100 and uh, we know get success and, and get that 100% count of our communities and it's just not communities that are Latino and Hispanic but it's everyone everybody needs to be counted um, and so Luis uh, do you have any other comments you want to um, to leave us with on on this very uh, important subject. Yeah, I think you you mentioned something really uh, really important um, in in the comments you just made uh, in terms of the difficulties of of uh, being able to function 
and around uh, the current situation with, with COVID-19 slow down a lot of uh, the activity that the census was doing in order to ensure that, that we, we get an accurate and complete count. A lot of our dates have been moved, a lot of our timelines have been moved, and so, um, you know, a lot of it has to do, uh, of course, for the safety and uh, concern of, of the general public as well as our workers. And so, um, one of the things that I, I do want to point out, uh, as I mentioned before, that uh, some of these counties um, with the predominantly his high Hispanic population or agricultural population um, fall under the update leave, uh, although, although not all of them, uh, some of them do. And so, phase um, has restarted. Um, it, 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 um, it sort of restarted uh, last last Monday. It's it's uh, it's uh, it's part of the res resumed field operations that the census is, is trying to start up. Um, and so, what is what is this? You know, what does it mean, and what is the census doing in, in order to ensure that we're keeping people safe? Well, you know, the census workers will resume delivering invitations uh, and questionnaires to those households that did not receive them. Uh, when field operations were suspended in March uh, as a result of COVID-19. The, the operation uh, of update leave will affect about 5% of the households in the state. Um, this is primarily more rural areas and household, households with PO box that do not receive mail at a physical address as uh, was something that I mentioned earlier. This work is uh, is not going to require any interactions with the public. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, we want to make sure that, that the census workers and the general public uh, remain safe. And so the census workers will be will not be ringing doorbells or calling uh, or collecting census information. Um, all they're going to do is they're going to be leaving a packet uh, questionnaire uh, and instructions about how to respond uh, at people's front doors. You know, uh, uh, we, we do have a link that which I can share with you uh, in terms of how to how to best identify census workers because I know a lot of people are concerned about their safety um, and I can share that with you uh, Nancy so you so you can uh, this can be uh, posted on on your website uh, along with the podcast in order for people to be able to know um, how these census workers are going to uh, appear um, uh, once people receive the invitation we just ask them to respond as soon as possible um, each household should have a 12 digit number uh, a code included with the with the census invitation they can respond um, online at um, 20 20census.gov or they can call the uh, toll-free numbers and so the uh, numbers for English um, in order to respond in English um, are 844-330-2020 uh, again that's 844-330-2020 for Spanish uh, it's uh, 844-468-2020 uh, again, for Spanish is 844-468-2020. Um, in addition to that, people can also return uh, the packet uh, by mail if they wish to do so. Why is the census so important? And, uh, and, and with that, I think it's important for us to know that the census is the most inclusive civic activity in our country, covering every person and every household. The U.S. Constitution requires an accurate count of the nation's population every 10 years. And so the time is now. The time is now. We can take the census online. We can take the census over the phone. We can take the census in its paper form and mail it out. Um, moreover, the census is an integral uh, to our democracy. The data collected affects our nation's ability to ensure equal representation and equal access to important governmental and private sector resources for all of the people that live in this country, for all of us. 
and that goes across racial and ethnic lines. So it is crucial for each of us to, um, to, to really exercise our civic duty to make ourselves count that if we are the heads of our households, that we ensure that our children get counted um, and that we share that message with our friends and our families and loved ones, that it is really important for us to take the census, that the census has been extended until October 31st, uh, 2020 of this year. Um, and so there is time uh, for us to still uh, gather more information to empower each other and make sure that we we have an accurate count that we that we make Washington count and that we lift our voices to to ensure that the Latino Hispanic community achieves a, a an accurate count. Luis, any final thoughts? No, um, that was really well said. Thank you, thank you for sharing that. If you ever decide to. Uh... Uh, make a run for uh, a political position, just know you have my vote. Um, but yeah, definitely, uh, you, you know, we want to make sure that everybody's counted. Um, please help us notify uh, residents in your community. Um, let them know that census workers are coming up, uh, coming, you know, coming around. Um, uh, just, you know, make sure that you're counted. Uh. Uh, well, thank you, Luis, for uh, spending some time uh, with us and for bringing all this information. We are going to be doing this podcast once a week, every week until October. So again, um, if you guys have questions, concerns, know about rumors, hear about any rumors, or just really are trying to engage and learn about everything that we're doing feel free to reach out to us um, we're more than happy to have those conversations with you to share all the information that we do know um, or if you want us to try to support any local community uh, leaders and groups that are doing census outreach again we're here to to lend a hand and, and support each other um, thank you uh, Luis for coming over and I am excited to talk to you next week oh thank you I'm excited to be here